I can't believe he listens to this show. Hello and welcome to Unrelenting number 22 for April 8th, Friday. It's 2022. I'm another year older and another year better. You know, Gene, my Google assistant just popped up a message that said, happy birthday. Enjoy your special day. But I'm going to podcast with you anyway. Oh, enjoy your day. Don't tell me what to do, Google. Well, that's how they get you. Right. It's your benevolent overlords. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're just looking out for you. You should really go enjoy your special day that, you know, only humans worry about. Well, it's because you're immortal. We're the only ones that have calendars that we understand, I guess. Animals don't go well. Another day. They don't do those oh, we celebrations. Don't know if they do. I've never seen it. It'd be great, wouldn't it? You like come across a uh, bison out in the wild. He's got a little mm. uh, pack on the side of him with all, mm. all this. Bison. <laughs> well, Bison's my favorite meat lately. They are tasty. I've switched to mostly eating bison at this point. See, now here's the thing. There is a random bison that's been wandering around the, not the suburbs by us, but the Chicago suburbs as of late that they believe escaped from a farm or something. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really free bison if you can get it. But those things are big. Good size. Yeah. They're like a car. Yes. Yes. You do not want. See, you could hit a deer with your car and the car would only be mostly totaled. I think if you hit a bison. You're not in good shape. Oh, no, no, no. You don't hit a bison. A bison hits you. Yes. <laughs> and then the bison just looks at you funny after remember, the VW bug bounces off of it. Like, what was that? Yeah. I remember driving through uh, some park or other in South Dakota and where they have free mowing bison. And uh, you know how a lot of animals, they kind of get used to cars and they walk up to get some free food. Yes. Yeah. Because free you food don't want is a bison good. walking up to your car because they look at you funny even when they're standing off a bit and uh, those things might taste good and be physically large, but I don't think their <laughs> brains are particularly big. Well, you don't want to get them upset. Yeah. Like upset because they noticed your car is a weird color. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. is not making them happy. No, it's not Brown. What is this thing? Time to attack. Time to attack. Well, at least might as well push it a little bit and see what happens. Yes. And what you'll probably hear are screams from the inside from the little children. <laughs> now, also, the, exactly. Also, there are animals out there that have super cute babies. The bison is not one of them. Really? See, I've never, I can't say Baby I've ever seen a little are bison. Ugly. <laughs> really? They look like furry cows, but in a bad way. Okay. Yeah, they're not attractive at all. They're, they're all born kind of light colored, too. And then they get darker with age, but kind of like fine wine. Ah, but, yes, um, fine wine ages. Mm. But they are just not pretty animals when they're little. I mean, they're not particularly pretty when they're adults either, but certainly when they're little, they're not pretty. They're majestic when they're older. You know what else is kind of ugly when it's a small animal, when it's a baby? Humans? Uh, bald eagles. Oh, okay, that too. They look like, kind of like overgrown chickens with big heads, but with half their feathers gone. Not like a good baby, look. Baby eagles, just not good look. Like baby ducks are super cute. They're like fluffy and yellow. 
baby eagles. That's probably not just bald eagles. That's some, mostly the ones I've been, I mean, watching. And they're, um, they're just not that attractive looking when they're little. For a lot of you that haven't been following along or don't know, Unrelenting has turned into all baby animal talk all the time. It's our new format. It's something we're well, trying just out. the last four episodes. <laughs> it's, 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 it's taking off. People seem to love it. They love the baby animals. I thought we were well, doing a Seinfeld I, I figured, bit for a minute. You know, the demographic for your rock and roll show is like 97% women. It does seem to be. So I don't know why. I, maybe we ought to do a show together that appeals <laughs> to that demographic, and then we'll get donations together. Yay. Yes. Yeah. At the very least, the, the ladies are much better at the donations. So I'm, I'm not, uh, yeah. not putting that out there, guys, just to say, rise that bar up a little bit. Well, but, they're, uh, they're better at most things, I would say. Women, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys are idiots. Let's be honest. Well, I don't know about idiots. They're just not as good things. We're just along for the ride. The biggest advantage that men have is the the ability to try things, even if there's a, a mortal risk involved. Like, yeah, we're on the side of the highway. Yeah, I'll go ahead and change that tire anyway. Right. That semi going by at nah, 90 miles an hour. Woman's not going to do that. No. Well, not because she can't lift the tire, because she has, you know, more uh, capacity for self-preservation. Yes. I'll find a man to do that. That makes much more sense. And if the first guy gets clipped by a truck and goes flying into the ditch, you can get another guy. He'll come along. Just don't tell him about the first guy in the ditch. (laughs) Exactly. We're easy. What can I say? We're not hard creatures to understand. Uh, Yeah, I'd say men are pretty simple. Did you get some good food? I mean, at least we hope since your food got there now, was this just your weekly grocery yeah, this is my. Well, you remember I was ordering my weekly groceries on the last episode. Yes, did they arrive? Did that all they go arrived well? fine. And then I, I thought ahead of time yesterday. I thought, you know, I, why wait till the podcast recording to order groceries when I can order them the night before and then have them delivered like uh, half an hour before we start. So they're all put away and everything. And I will already eaten something. And then, you know, they showed up 15 minutes late and uh, right before the show. So, how dare they? Um, yeah. And so I think there's also stuff missing. In fact, all of my iced tea was missing, which I don't like that one bit. Yeah. See, missing items are no bueno. So it's, it's an interesting question. I'd like to pose to the audience when you're ordering food online, when you're and not, what, how many people do this? Cause this has been my normal the whole now. audience does that. Yeah. Everybody now that's pretty I much think everybody does that. So some people pick it up like you do. Some people have it delivered like me, but everybody orders online. And incidentally, I might've even mentioned this. My first foray into online food ordering and delivery, uh, was when I was still living in Minnesota in the late nineties, there was a place that opened up called Simon delivers. And they, uh, it's gotta be like 97, 96, 97 timeframe. Uh, they started offering home grocery delivery and initially they were picking up groceries at your local store. So they were purely a delivery service. And then eventually they ended up building out their old, their, their old, their own warehouse and probably buying the food wholesale, I would imagine. But, um, at that point, then their selection went down a little bit, but, uh, I'm sure they were making way more money. And so the investors were happy because they were now supplying it directly from their own warehouse. And I got a tour of that warehouse 
um, at one point, and I got to meet Simon, who's a British dude. Uh, that was the namesake of the store because I complained loudly enough about my delivery service. <laughs> He's like, so you want to come me, see how this works? They had me meet with the CEO. Yeah. So that's, that's what used to happen in the old days when somebody gave a shit about, you know, my well, status at the time. I'm yeah. Like, when they were days. starting, but that's exactly the problem. <sighs> see, Brooklyn says, tried it. They have dummies picking out the food. Yes. You can have issues, especially if you're ordering like meat and produce. I found that it's mm-hmm. a no brainer. If you're ordering stuff that can't be screwed up, like prepackaged stuff. Absolutely right. I have no problem getting hamburgers through delivery. I will not order a tenderloin through delivery. Yes. Yeah, that is very true. There are certain foods where you interact with butchers or fishmongers or whoever. And then there are other food where like 80% of the of that variety you don't want to eat. And then you look for the 20% that you actually want, like fruit mostly. And, um, and in the people just, you know, the, the zoomers basically picking out the food, don't cook at home. Right. Well, they they don't even understand what they're picking up. They really don't. They've, they've not eaten most of this food. Most of them think it's gross, whatever it is. And so they're just kind of, you know, it's a job. It's packages. There just happen to be packages other people are going to eat, but they're just putting packages in the cart. Pretty soon we're going to have robot shoppers. That'll be a little better because the robot shoppers at least will not be uh, picking up the wrong items. Well, and if they understand, I mean, if you have like an avocado, for instance, Mm. if you can actually check a box that says I want it on the hard side or want it on the soft side. Yes, it will give you that exactly. Well, then you're in good shape. Now, my grocery store will ask about, would you like yellow bananas or green bananas? They'll say stuff like that, but they don't give you the avocado option. Those bastards. Yeah. Those bastards. Yeah, so they didn't bring my smoked salmon. Uh, they didn't bring my imitation crab meat, which is a shocker because <laughs> you'd think that'd be like thousands of that in the back. Uh, they did bring me my haagen coffee ice cream. Well, that's good. Is it still $7 a pint? So it's three sixty one here. Well, it was different 7 the store. last time. Oh, it was 7 at the other store. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Big difference, right? Yeah. So here's the here's the difference. The other store had uh a three dollar three dollar fee for uh remote delivery and seven dollar Hagendas. And this store has an eleven dollar delivery charge and three dollar Hagendas. Oh, okay. See now if you walk into that store, is it actually seven dollars? Oh, it's like two bucks. Okay, so this is strictly all prices <laughs> go up. Oh, it says they ran on this website. It says prices uh, subject to change daily. Those, but they're also the fact that they could be different from walking into the store, which. Oh, they are. Absolutely. I mean, they may be close, but the prices are line online are updated, I think, more frequently than the store prices. And the prices online, I think, reflect not just the grocery store price of the item, but also the weight of the item. So the heavier the thing, the more expensive it's going to be. Ooh. Although I I buy White Mountain non-fat Bulgarian yogurt. Well, of course you do. Well, I would imagine everyone does. So <laughs> not a surprise there. But the White Mountain non-fat Bulgarian yogurt this time around was ten fourteen, and last time it was eleven twenty two. Oh, so price is going down. Something just went in down. Bulgaria. So I think the Bulgarian shipment just came into my local store. 
And so the price of the White Mountain uh, Bulgarian yogurt just went down by a buck. I do like being able just to pick up the groceries. That is way yeah, more I do convenient. Too, right at my front door. It's the perfect place to pick them up. Well, that's even better. And for me, I mean, the store is so close. That had was the argument because we did the delivery for a while when all the COVID insanity was going on and you really didn't want to be anywhere near a grocery mm-hmm. store. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, well, you could literally be at the grocery store within three minutes. So is it worth paying for delivery when you can pick it up for now, free? Is it three bucks or 11 bucks for delivery? The delivery charge vary. I mean, obviously they have uh, special offers. I think by default mm-hmm. it was uh, five ninety five. Oh, split it right down the middle. Okay. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you have to, well, you don't have to tip, but you're a douchebag if you don't. Oh, I never tip. Well, see, okay. <laughs> Case in point. Yeah. Um, we, you know, so pretty much for every grocery delivery, we were tipping like 15, 20 bucks. That's crazy. That's and insane, dude. Why would you do that? Because it's a, I don't do you realize know. how little work it is to actually bring your groceries? I do. But that's, you know, if you would have heard the latest Planet Rage, this was exactly a middle-aged white guy complaining about the low tip he got for delivering a coffee and the woman uh, tipped him four dollars and fifty cents and the vig from doordash whichever one it was was like another four fifty five bucks so i think it was five because it was nine fifty i believe total Mm -hmm. and that wasn't enough for him because it was so far from the coffee shop to the delivery and it's like really Uh You're getting paid nine and a half bucks to bring somebody coffee. That's a lot for yes. bringing coffee. It's also what the fuck are you doing buying coffee that has a $9 delivery fee? And why would you buy coffee that's going to take like 20, 30 minutes to get to your house? Because it's going to be cold. So during the COVIDs, I went to the place that makes the tastiest coffee that I like in Austin. It's, uh, it's, I can't remember what it's called now, but it's it, so good. It'll, it'll come to me. I don't go there very often. I try not to. It's so good, but it's basically really, really, really cold and really, really strong and really, really sweet. Cold, and strong the, and sweet. That's and, interesting. and has uh half and half in it. So it's, and it comes in, in shots and it's like $9. Anyway, it's it's moon something. Moon, so my favorite coffee actually at the shop is the Moonraker. And you're like, well worth the price. It's well worth the price. The, the $9 four ounce Moonraker is incredible. A shot of uh, coffee will wake you right up. It's basically like if you just take, you know, a 12 ounce glass full of that same ingredients and you shrink it down into a four ounce shot. That's what it is. So strong very flavorful very sweet and very fatty all the good stuff you can put anything in a shot glass it doesn't come in a shot glass because they you know because they're a coffee place yeah it's a coffee but it's uh quite good anyway so during covid i showed up there and i was like oh thank god these guys still around they didn't close down that is very cool so did you have to put on 14 layers of masking i come up to the counter to order coffee the counter or the the little the little door on the outside that slides open right so it's a building but it's kind of like a little slidey door kind of like a food truck and uh girl comes over or she's wearing the mask i'm not 
Well, your beard your is your mask. I know, right? Slides it open and says, yeah, um, this is this is for me handing out the coffee. You actually have to order inside. And I'm like, okay, but I don't I don't have any masks, so I can't, you know, your policy says masks only inside. So this is like a drive through window. It, it's not a drive through window. It's just a window that that's on their little patio section, like where you can sit with umbrellas and stuff. Okay, gotcha. So it's not car adjacent, but it's a window. It's literally on a raised up wooden deck right next to their coffee shop. Uh, And it's clearly meant for people after they order to go ahead and go outside, grab a table, and then wait until their drink is ready and they can pick it up right at the window. Then interact with the other locals. And I said, well, can I just tell you what I want? And then you can ring it up because all I want is a moonraker. And the cash register is literally five feet behind her. (laughs) Literally five feet. And she says, oh, I'm sorry. No, we, we can only take orders at the counter inside. I was like, okay. So do you want me to just walk in with no mask? And oh, no, we, we can't have you doing that. And she says, oh, you know what? You can order it through our uh, website. Oh, there's an app. There, there's an app you have to download and on your phone. And <laughs> then you can tracked. order the coffee from us and i can bring it you know to the same window that we're talking through right now uh and i'm like okay you're like how bad do i want this coffee yeah at this point my buddy that i'm meeting there is like do you want me to walk in with a mask and just get your goddamn coffee and you're like no that's way too easy at this point i said no there's it's a principle (laughs) of the thing it has nothing to do with you know whether i can do it or not it's the principle of it so i'm like okay i'll follow her directions so i started downloading the app get get their fancy app downloaded and i put an order in for my coffee for my moonraker at nine dollars and then i see that there's a five dollar order fee oh service charge yeah because now you're doing something that provides more service to you by being able to order coffee before you're even in the shop and it's a five dollar service fee tack on and i like motherfuckers so i pay the five dollar fee on top so now i've got my wow so they got you four ounce coffee well it was the principle of the thing so i have my 15 dollar <laughs> four ounce coffee and um i get my coffee and i said hey um you guys have a bathroom in there right and she's like yeah just inside i'm like perfect so i put the coffee down i will i walk in with no mask to use the bathroom because that's a uh a, a requirement from uh uh, right, public you, safety utility yeah kind yeah, of thing. yeah one of those things right like if you're a customer and you need to use the bathroom and they have one they can't prevent you selectively from using the bathroom so of course after going through this rigmarole of ordering my coffee not just by telling her and having her punch it in five feet away but by having to use an app and paying five dollars extra for the privilege of using an app to order coffee uh, right after that, I still walked in there uh, to go wash my hands. And do they scream? Do they yell? They- oh, no, no, nobody gave a shit. Like, <laughs> none of the customers clearly cared. None of the staff cared. Whatever. It's just a policy, whatever. And then I finally had my coffee. And I had something to talk about with my buddy for the next half hour and bitch about. And uh, and then clearly uh, even have a segment for a podcast like a year later. Right content is always good. Great. Yeah, I you know, I'm gonna write off the uh the five dollar upcharge for that coffee, I think, now because now it's all business related. And what we're seeing is that the evil 
empire that is Starbucks, when you get their app, they don't charge you anything extra to use that. So the little guy kind of sucks here. I'm literally drinking a Starbucks right now. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm having one of their cold brew coffee concentrates that I just poured a bunch of half and half into. There is a, I believe it's new service. I don't remember the name. I'm sure I could look it up. Mm-hmm. I was considering this. It just to try this again. There's a lot of stuff you now see in the wild that you think to yourself, this could be podcast content. Mm-hmm. It is a subscription service that the pods are like K cups, but they are just condensed frozen coffee that's allegedly like coffee house, high brew, highfalutin kind of stuff mm-hmm. that's flash frozen and put into pods. And then you mix it with either cold. Now, if you want a cold drink, you have to melt the pods first, mm. you know, let them thaw out. Or if you want the hot one, you could even put it into a K-cup machine, I guess, and the hot water then melts it and it makes a hot coffee. But it's basically like frozen concentrated coffee. And I'm that like, well, reminds that- me of that, that uh, juicer machine that was selling for like a thousand bucks. Yes. Yes. That squeezed the packaged goo out of fabricated bags yes that you, you could only use buy. with the machine right you had to buy the essence in the bag and yeah 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 yeah. so it was one of those things where the machine was crazy expensive and all it did was squeeze a bag and <clears throat> the bags were supposed to be like fresh fruit you know and ready to be squeezed to make fresh juice but if you just took a bag and cut it apart you realize just frozen gooey juice in there anyway so it's you know it's pre uh pre-squeezed right. fruit pulp that's been put into bags which uh, incidentally is like the cheapest form of fruit possible to buy is it's where all the damaged fruit goes well yeah you don't gotta look pretty no not at all like and a baby just, eagle it can look really ugly that's right they do look ugly and they just spritz it into the bag and then sell you the bags and then somebody quickly discovered uh that you don't need a thousand dollar machine because you can literally open the thing up and then use the the power of your hands. Oh my god, this is amazing! <laughs> For a blender, to squeeze the bag, kind of like you do with an old tube of toothpaste, and get all that goo out of the bag and have it. But frankly, why would you want to do that if you want real juice? Get real fruit and juice it yourself. I say. I so, was intrigued because yes, yeah, see Brooklyn. Basically, it is a coffee ice cube. But Mm -hmm. the cubes are a small enough size that it's like, well, you drop this in eight ounces of hot water, and that is the correct amount of concentrated coffee that's in there. Frozen coffee concentrate. Yes. Which is an interesting concept because people have tried everything to sell coffee, and it is all pretty much sold in one form or another. Yeah. And the K cups are fine for me. I'm not a highfalutin coffee snob. I just want the caffeine, and I can drink it black doesn't matter i can throw in some sweetener or some creamer doesn't matter so it, i'm not you like try oh. some salt yeah you said that once salt is good with coffee yeah kind of opens it up a little bit but coffee there's a lot of money to be made in coffee <clears throat> i think so i don't drink coffee so i don't really i don't really spend the money on it these days i didn't start till i was well into my 30s which i'm kind of oh, i started about, about six <laughs> well see, there you go Mm-hmm. that and vodka isn't that pretty much it no that's that's a rumor 
I mean, the fact that Russians parents, don't drink vodka. This is a no, breaking that's news. How they, the way they, that's how they get the kid to start breathing as soon as they come out of the mom is to put some vodka on their lips. Yeah, I would prefer Irish whiskey, but either way. Yeah, it would probably have the same effect. Uh, <laughs> what is this tasty warm stuff on my lips? I want more. Yes. Oh, God damn it. That's milk. <laughs> um, well, you know, you mix that with Irish whiskey and coffee. You got yourself a drink. You do have some drink. Exactly. So. The coffee that I like is basically Kahlua. <laughs> Wait, you mean Kahlua in coffee or there is a no. Kahlua coffee? No, just Kahlua. Just Kahlua. So without like the ideal coffee is the alcoholic beverage made, Kahlua. should taste like Kahlua. Right. It Isn't should it like have a, woman's a lot drink? of sugar. It should be thick. It Over should ice. contain a lot of fat. Right. <laughs> it should be cold. And a little alcohol is not a horrible thing either. No, I mean, although the, the latest studies show no alcohol is a healthy amount of alcohol. These, well, that's why I don't drink. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Scientists so, can't figure this one out because for how many years it's been like, oh, having one red wine a day or even well, one anything a day was healthy. It's not the alcohol that's the healthy part of red wine. It's it's all the flavonoids yes, and the, the antioxidants. Uh, and Yeah, all that crap in there. Uh, and I'm sure there, if there's a way to, well, there is a way to de-alcoholize wine. It's not hard. You just leave the wine sitting out for a couple of days. Gene <laughs> likes his coffee like he likes his women, thick and full of fat. And black. And black. But with, <laughs> the troll yeah. room's got the best. I mean, you really, if you're not in the troll room, when we do these shows. Well, I'm not in the troll room. I'm permabanned from the troll room. 9 a.m. Fridays, yeah. usually. Noagendastream.com. It tells you a lot about the troll room that they banned you that I mean really people are like wow okay wait this makes sense this is a safe place now no yeah, i think menace. that's exactly it you know i mean i've i've been permabanned off of only three things and that is the troll room facebook and twitter yeah but now maybe elon will get you back on twitter uh, i don't think so i i don't like this idea i think this is just a power stock play for him well yeah so it's kind of like buying a bunch of bitcoin getting people to think oh yeah He's into it. Therefore, it's now mainstream. Yeah. It's worth Sheep. more. And then dumping it all. Yeah. Sheep coin, Doge coin. And he's not even doing it with the big coins. He does it with the crappy little ones. He's done that, it with everything that are like such a small percentage of a penny to buy. Yeah. That people go buy a bunch, which I'm surprised when the sheep coin hit Coinbase. Mm hmm. I'm like, well, I kind of figure, let's see what this is going to do. Because this was on the heels of what had happened with Dogecoin. Mm. So I'm like, what the hell? I'm going to throw $50 into it. And I expected it to go to zero. Mm. But it has been the most stable thing that I've bought, which is very mm. weird. I purchased it at like 50 bucks. It's right now worth $143.77. Mm. So it's like, that's pretty much almost tripling my money. And this has been over months and months and months. I think it was up to a high of like 180, 190, my little $50 at one point. But it's like it never crashed, which is really weird. It really gained a bunch of value and kind of leveled off. It'll crash eventually. Oh, I'm sure. As will Bitcoin. I know the Podfather was <clears throat> out in Bitcoin land in Miami this, this past week. Yeah. It's an interesting concept, the Bitcoin. We've talked it to death, and I still say. Uh, yeah, do we need to keep talking? about it no i still say okay. at some point if the if there's only one question and people can disagree with this but the only question for me is when if and when the united states government makes it a felony to hold bitcoin 
That will never happen. It, never? Look at no. what's going on already. No, it won't happen. They will create rules around Bitcoin, but it won't be legal to hold. It'll just be held in the government account for you. Which makes it pretty much worthless as well. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the, the, my biggest problem with Bitcoin, and incidentally, in full disclosure, I buy Bitcoin four times a month. I never sell them. Um, so it's a long-term hold for me. But the, the reason that it's worthless is because it relies on technology. And this is why buying uh, and investing in lead is much smarter than investing in Bitcoin. Interesting. Yeah. So I've been investing in both. Yeah, it is pointed out that they have made gold illegal in the past. You never know what the government's going to well, do. Well, that's true. They, they have made gold illegal, but see how well that worked. Yes. The people that held on to it were the ones that became really rich when it became <laughs> not illegal again. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the U.S. is not the only country in selling. They did the same thing in Russia, like in the 1920s or 30s. And it's, yeah, I mean, the... The thing about gold, and it doesn't have to be gold, it's only gold for two reasons. One is it's a unique color, so it's easier to tell that it's gold and not some other metal. And two is is it's somewhat rare. It's nowhere near the rarest metal that we have on the planet. Um, in fact, I believe there's less aluminum that exists in gold, or maybe it's tungsten, I can't remember. But it's one of the other metals that's actually useful. There's less of than there is of gold uh on on earth there's way more of it in space but um but gold is a commodity it's an actual thing that exists regardless of whether or not people think it has value or not bitcoin only exists because people think it has value and that's the difference between the two so if all of a sudden well, even using your example of the government makes Bitcoin illegal. Okay, well, once that happens, Bitcoin loses all value because it's no longer a tradable thing. Right. Uh, government makes gold illegal. Gold doesn't disappear. It's still there. You can hang on to it and wait until it becomes legal again. You can sell it to the government, which I think was what, what the government was trying to get people to do. Uh, and then the government will pay you for it and hang on to it because they know it's not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, there's like there is an intrinsic value with gold that exists. The value may change, but the physical item exists and therefore uh, it will have some value at any point in time. Your big long string of numbers that is your Bitcoin that exists purely. In the computer, there is no physical version of that. And no, having a physical printed object or a physical object that has your Bitcoin number printed on it, which, you know, there are people selling those coins, if you will, that you can buy where the, the Bitcoin number is actually printed on it. Um, that is uh, that doesn't count. <laughs> so well, this is why the actual currencies, this is why some of the crypto yeah. And try tying it to a physical asset makes more mm -hmm. sense. Well, incidentally, the U.S. dollar is exactly the same thing as Bitcoin. It yeah. only has value because people ascribe value to it. There is more of a component of a physicalized object in that much like gold is rare, you can't just go out and mint your own U.S. currency. I mean, you, you could. 
but well, no, you it's can't not real, because it's well, it's a illegal counterfeit. Uh, you will be in jail if you do. Uh, B is. But see, Ill- here's the thing: people that go, well, even if the government makes Bitcoin a felony, I'm still going to do it. Well, they're mm-hmm. the ones that you may as well just be go counterfeit money because that's yeah, the same exactly. Thing. That's that's a good point. Yeah, if you think that you're going to go uh, do extra legal activities, well, why are you waiting? Do them yeah. now. You'll make more money. Get involved. Get in on the ground get, get floor. On the, get in on the mob. Yeah. The biggest don't, don't scheme wait. in the world. Don't wait until they make Bitcoin illegal. But, uh, but really, you know, if you look at the history of money and the history of banking, we've had some version of Bitcoin for over a thousand years. Uh, some say that the reason that the Pope issued the edict to take out the Knights Templar was because he owed them so much money. Because this is back in the uh, in the 1200s uh, that I can't remember the name of the Pope, but essentially the Knights Templars were the main bank um, and were if I, they effectively had the thousand years ago version of the swift system uh you could make a deposit at a templar bank in london and have that money be available to take out at a a templar bank in jerusalem how were those records kept those records were kept in a centralized location now it would it wouldn't be instant availability like it is with banking right now or right. one hour availability. It might take two weeks or a month for that uh, news of that to arrive to the location. Say, OK, this is now available. But they had a system in place. They were the first ones to do banking at multiple locations. There were banks that existed since the Roman days that that had uh, that had, you know, single locations. Yeah, so that's you could put easy your money in. Yeah, but the Templars were the ones responsible for developing this network of banks where you could make a deposit in one place and take a withdrawal at a different place. Or you could send money to somebody. You know, they were like the old version of the, um, what was the service that used to exist that nobody uses anymore? Pony Express? Yeah, and no. Wells Fargo? First sending money overseas. There used to be a service that everybody used for a while. Wells Fargo? I mean, there was... uh, no. Not Wells Fargo. That's the bank name. Western Union. Yes, Western Union. I think you're right. So Brooklyn. Thank you. Used to be used to be a thing that people would use if they wanted to send money. Now, of course, you could do it so many different ways, from PayPal to your Zelle in your own bank to a. Uh, you could do a wire transfer, <clears throat> which wire transfers have existed for a long time, but. They had this some aura of mystery. It was like, oh, well, you know, it's going to cost you money to, yeah, 20 bucks. But for that 20 bucks, you can send like 100,000. Uh, so wire fees were always reasonable as far as I'm concerned. They were never, never particularly expensive. You mean like yes, the gas to- fees with some of this crypto? <clears throat> They're way less than the gas fees. And in fact, they were less than the 3% that you get stuck with if you do a paypal transfer to somebody who's not your friend right so this was typically a fixed dollar amount up to a certain amount of money so you could send 100 grand for 20 bucks 
or it might cost you 50 bucks to send a million. Seems pretty reasonable. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, the old Swift system that Russia's got kicked out of. Uh, the fees on that were very reasonable. And while it's, it would probably is going to send us down a rabbit hole, the amount of different cryptos that are out there. Mm-hmm. How do you think that is affecting the value of Bitcoin? Meaning if it was literally just Bitcoin and maybe one or two other altcoins. Would that- it's probably lowering the value of Bitcoin because you have more people buying just shit coins, which makes sense because it's like, like like this sheep stuff. I could buy five million of them for 50 bucks. It seems like a well, I mean, it's a human I, thing that you're looking at. I like, did well, get a million like rubles. So, well, yeah, that's the yeah, I saw that stories on that still bouncing back. <laughs> the Russian <laughs> ruble is way, way more it's uh, better now than it was before the uh the the uh before they all the sanctions uh, yeah all the uh, sanctions yeah Mm -hmm. yeah explain that one well they tied it to the uh to the gold oh that's an easy explanation that's very easy that's exactly what happened they they did the absolute right move the only thing is they did it at a time to to do a big fuck you to all the other currencies uh especially the currencies of the people that you know now have to pay them in rubles but yeah, they tied it to gold, which is a very smart move. But you know, Putin, he's crazy, Gene. He's out of his mind. He doesn't know mm-hmm. what he's doing. Yeah. It's a probably the president of any country with the highest IQ out there is Putin. Well, we know it's not Joey. Yeah, did you see the video of Biden walking around looking confused when everybody's talking to the real president of the country, Barack Obama? Yes. It was sad. I mean, really, it was sad to watch, you know, an old guy that's just befuddled. He should not be the leader of the free world. Well, he's not the leader of the free world. Well, he thinks he is. Well, maybe he does. The leader of the kleptocracy. And then you have Nancy, Nancy, the witch Pelosi. Oh, my God. Who has covid that was literally with Joe Biden shoulder to shoulder. I believe Mm -hmm. even kissed him on the cheek. Mm-hmm. and they're, yeah, like, they're trying to kill him they're literally trying to kill him i know and they're like well no that's that doesn't you know the the statement that was put out was like well this doesn't go over past the bar of transmissibility and it's like she kissed him if that mm-hmm. if you can't transfer covid that way by mm-hmm. touching somebody and kissing them and being within an inch of them i don't know how else you transmit it yeah i mean that's why i was like okay i went out to my nephew's wedding on saturday and then Thursday, my ears are clogging up. I'm like, yeah, probably got COVID. Who'd I get it from? Could just be a cold. Yeah. Five days, man. That's like, isn't that right about the uh, incubation period? So if you were ex- uh, exposed. Three, three to five. Yeah. So it's right in there. So I'd th- say if you don't have it by five, you probably don't have it. True. And it seems like the ears have yeah. been draining. So it's probably no big deal. Or again, since I was fully vaccinated with the Johnson & Johnson shot. I'm probably yeah, that fine. Doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> None of them mean anything anymore. No, the the COVID uh, the biggest thing the vaccinations did is create new versions of COVID. It helped them get less severe. It seems because every no, variant that always happens. That, right. that happens with no vaccinations. The but only now, thing with that, with if if you're saying that the vaccinations caused mm-hmm. a speed up of the variants. Mm-hmm. And the variants with each one becomes less severe than the vaccines, even in a weird way, helped that get to a point to where it was a less severe well, you disease. You would think that, but if we didn't have variants, the original version would have just killed everybody and died down. 
Or it would have killed everybody that was going to get sick. Well, no, the original, the like original the version killed less than the flu. Of, well, the flu of the... Yeah. This is also an interesting thing when you try to make the comparison to the flu. Of, Not medical it, advice, but if you look yes. at stats. And was like, it, the flu was it, what, had, 1918? Was that the, the big flu? Uh, yeah, the Spanish flu. The Right. So now yeah. the thing with that was we had no medical technology or very little well, compared to what yourself, we have now. We had, you know, we had some medical technology. We already had, uh, we already discovered um, uh, antibiotics by that point. Yes, but you have to admit within the last hundred years, medical science has improved. It has, but less than you'd think. But enough to make a difference, Be- meaning if you were to unleash that 1918 flu bug for the first time today. Oh, we'd be fucked. We'd lose probably <laughs> half the planet's population. You would be dead. That's re- so, yeah. it's, so that was like t- worse than COVID. Way worse. Oh, way worse than COVID. Absolutely. Then how could it be made in the lab? Are we that bad at making viruses that we can't even figure oh, out? We how have to- viruses that are more deadly in, in the lab. We just haven't released them yet. We haven't released them yet. As we mm-hmm. should. And incidentally, if there is a release of a virus more deadly in the lab, then you would know about it a lot sooner and there would be a much stricter uh, protocol enforced, meaning they would just get flamethrowers and burn the whole building down with the people. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's the you push the button and rather than. Yeah. Uh, it just yeah, it's incinerate the whole lab yes. and close all the doors. And that would. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, if you. Um, uh there's a set of documentary films that uh, Mila Jovovich stars in that that kind of talk about the virus outbreak at Raccoon City. What is and, Raccoon City? I'm not familiar with well, Raccoon, Raccoon City. No, Raccoon City. It's actually not far from where you're at. I think it's just a little bit east of Chicago, towards Ohio, I believe. But uh, it talks about the uh, the effects of the uh the viral outbreak and then um you know what happens thereafter and of course it's all a government uh contractor military industrial complex program as it turned out um and yes cold acid never played resident evil i've never played any of those games well i mean it has the misfortune of of having a name in common uh with a video game (laughs) even though it's a documentary which is you know unfortunate but it is what it is well because you can't believe anything you see or hear that's why Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the and i still don't understand why yahoo mail decides every now and then that there is a certain headline or certain topic that of news that they need to push for the day that's so damn important that it's going to show up at the top of the yahoo mail interface Mm -hmm. but the other day it was and it just it stuck with me that oh with this judge katenji brown jackson Mm -hmm. and it was like the historic story the historic case of the historic don't don't you mean the historic well (laughs) i mean i don't know why are you being so sexist now she can't define a woman so right there i'm not gonna you don't have to use that word but well why are you using the mail i mean that's just so sexist i'm just using the word that that yahoo did so i mean if you're gonna point to anybody being a bunch of sexist being racist yeah totally of course racist too i believe that's the case but is it really historic when the douchebag president says i'm going to find a black woman and put her on you're not 
you're not saying she was so good at what she did that she rose above white well, folks no, and she's, brown, she's every, a token candidate rise That's above men. right so this but, is not but, the best candidate so it's not a historic no. appointment when it's just filling oh, a checkbox no, no it's not. i disagree with you i think it's historic because it is not at all considering qualifications and it's the first time in history that's been the case wait i don't so know if it's been the first time i think it's happened before but yeah you're absolutely I, who who's it been the previous historic appointment that had no qualifications to be on the supreme court i don't know have they all i've never i haven't followed it closely enough but you know uh the are you not a scholar of the scotus no i am not oh okay no i mean okay if you're gonna if you are following it I mean, more closely and saying, nobody's I ever think, been i you, can't think of a single supreme court justice that was not more qualified than her that was not more qualified as being less qualified you mean than uh judge Katinji yeah i think Brown they've all Jackson. been more qualified than her yeah okay so i can't think of anyone that was but i mean i didn't follow back who was what guess, sandra yeah. day o'connor was the first woman was that in she was but if you look at the this wasn't uh, a checkbox thing achievements i don't remember that sandra day o'connor achieved during her life liberal and wrong as she was on many issues so she was worthy of being nonetheless she was actually a very very good jurist yeah see i again i haven't followed it closely enough to know if this has ever happened did you not watch the mandated netflix uh, documentary about her when she died no was i supposed to (laughs) yeah you were mandated to watch that on the pedo network no i don't have netflix Mm. so it's it's hard i mean although i mean no pedos for you i've heard that there's a thing called torrents and i don't know what that means but I, that this, sounds illegal to me and so it's torrent bitcoin all that crap so if this is then the first time really that a supreme court justice has been put up just to check a few boxes then yeah. yes that is historic that we have gotten to such a low level that we do not people we do not pick people based on their merit for the highest court in the land but instead go well if the democrats were smart they would talk about how clarence thomas was the first conservative judge who was black well yeah you want to talk about a minority yeah he was not the first black black. judge but he was the first conservative black judge but i just don't understand how you celebrate this that yeah you know i wasn't the most qualified but damn it i got the right skin color and the right genitalia and she can't define what a woman is so she won't even say that she is a woman so is she really the first well, black I, woman? I think she's just trying not to embarrass barack obama's transvestite life <laughs> is, it, is it a uh how do you define woman i don't know <clears throat> can she beat up her man that's how you define a woman well then then no doubt <laughs> that uh, will smith's wife is a woman oh she is a woman all right <laughs> she's bald she can, just like all other women she could kick his ass and then now oh, she has kicked his ass speaking out against him it's like well, yeah i, I want yeah. that three seconds of video one i don't care about anything when it comes to celebritards don't yeah. get me wrong but i want to know what made will smith go from laughing guy having fun yeah. to angry guy going up on stage and it had to be something the wife did oh it's called the wife right and uh, the i mean this is the part I don't really, uh, I don't understand is why do guys stay married? I just don't understand uh, that the, the happiest day of my life was the day I got the divorce paper signed. Well, and your wife's too, your ex-wife. Um, yeah, it's debatable, but uh, it was certainly a good day for her as well. Uh, she was still pissed about the fact that I didn't have to pay for my lawyer for the divorce and she did. But um you didn't have to divorce insurance and i did haha <laughs> wait 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 
What but, is divorce insurance? Oh, this, yes. Divorce, divorce insurance. Is this something insurance, that people know about? I've never heard this. Well, professional people know about it. Um, I had divorce insurance at the company that I was working for at the time uh, and as a, uh, a benefit in the workplace and uh, a very useful benefit because there were three guys in my department where we were all going through divorces at the same time. And uh, all of us we're getting our divorces paid for by the insurance. Whereas our spouses had to pick up their own tabs. Sounds like a bargain. That's a great idea. I mean, I, I think every company ought to offer that unrelenting sponsored by sir jeans, divorce insurance. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> it's a real thing. Look it up. I believe you. Yeah. It's uh, I, I did not envision it. It being as essential and useful a benefit as it turned out to be. Well, um, because not only does it mean you don't have to pay for a lawyer, but it also really pissed off my ex-wife. Well, that that's helpful. That's more helpful. Yeah, that's what you want to do. And I, I Digi Guru says bullshit. You cream in your jeans over the celeb tard Taylor Swift every freaking day. It's like no, actually, I don't he's follow. right about that. No, I like Taylor, but I don't follow any of the news. I could have. I can't tell you one of her boyfriend's names except mm. for the, the yeah. Gyllenhaal. I mean, because oh, that was the yeah. one song that that's because in your mind she only has one boyfriend right just me you. she's just yeah, waiting exactly <laughs> i'm gonna need that divorce insurance when taylor swift is ready uh, let me tell you yeah, she's going yeah, to be yeah. 33 in december so i think that's the right time to pounce the magic age 23 is the right time to pounce oh, the right shit. age. Not, 33 is uh, when you get divorced uh, no, wait, when you no, trade I, them in oh i did this wrong did you do it backwards yes no, no. i thought it was 33 and then no no Except thirty, you know, a thirty-three-year-old woman is pretty much at the peak of uh, complete emotional uh, control and zero logic. Wow, Sir Jean at sirjean dot com is yeah. Who it. <laughs> being being one hundred and fourteen, I've experienced this numerous times. See, but Taylor Swift at thirty-three, you look at her bank account and you go, well, "I could deal with 33. Yeah, you look at her bank account and realize how good her law firm will be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, 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 she doesn't need insurance for the, uh, the divorce. No, not at all. She probably No, and you're, you you're going to be the one signing the prenup on that thing. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. It would be yeah. historic, let me tell you. I think it would be. Here's the downside of being a ultra-rich person, but probably even more so an ultra-rich woman is that you have a zero chance of actual genuine falling in love and getting married. Do rich guys though, either they have slightly better chance than women, but not nearly as good a chance as poor guys. Well, of course not. I mean, poor guys. No, I mean, podcasters, I mean, they're not, this is not a common thing. Podcaster and supermodel. That's a rarity. Um, Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Adam Curry literally was married to one, but okay. Right, but not when he was a podcaster. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, no, he was already a podcaster by a time but he they was got pi- divorced. But he was pivoting from a <laughs> from a, from a career, real lifestyle. Yeah. From exactly. a career that actually made him money. That I mean, made that's, money. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. the difference. That was the yeah, whole thing. I don't think. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, don't think. Uh, I, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but Gene and I are actually writing a new book. It's uh, How to Make a Million Dollars in podcasting and the gist of it is start with a billion dollars yeah exactly so it's actually pretty straightforward but i think it'll take a whole book to explain it yes well because we need the money <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i'm going to pre-sell the book at 100 bucks a copy um 
you could do that right through our Patreon page. You can get in now. Get in early. I mean, it's yeah, not a Ponzi pre, scheme at all. That's the pre-published pl- price. Yes. Yeah, the price will go up once the book actually exists. <laughs> once, once a few words are written, the book <laughs> it's going to go way well, up. Well, I mean, to be fair, we have talked. We just haven't really typed anything yet. But true, it, the book is fairly flushed out at this point. There's a lot of valid information about podcasting out there. Mm-hmm. And yes, the, we have chapters. The tr- <laughs> well, yeah, in the podcast, mm-hmm. no, but <laughs> in the book, we do. No, it's yeah, exactly. The book is podcasting 2.0 safe. Yes. Um, there will be chapters. There will be barcodes uh, in this verse in between the pages that you can scan in and send money to. So this um, is where you unlock the extra information. Yeah, exactly. Each chapter, the information you actually need yeah. will be an extra charge. Well, the I mean, just the last bit of the chapter that kind of wraps everything up into a nice, clean uh summary like this is how you actually do it but the rest of the chapter is certainly already in the book i mean we don't want to make people think they have to pay money it's totally optional we have learned once you've already spent the money on the book that is right well we've learned from the best scammers out there and this is something that no i don't think you ought to be calling adam korea scammer but (laughs) i think we have learned quite a bit from a variety of folks yeah i was referring to the people that oh joe rogan you mean right maybe no the people that put out these courses that are like You will get 500 hours of video and I will teach you how to do this. Yeah. And there's absolutely no interesting or good information in that course, but they're relying on the fact that there is so much information that they're throwing at you. By the time you realize there's no good information in there, you'll be behind your return window. Well, not only that, it's really up to you to utilize the information they provide to make money. So it's really not their fault if you're a loser. Right. Well, this reminds me, somebody did this back in the day when it was all classified ads. What, and Tony was, Robbins, you mean? Oh, I mean, uh, no, what are you talking about? Worse than Tony Robbins. Remember, there was the guy like Daniel LaPrey or something like that, that mm-hmm. had all the like late night infomercials back when those were a big thing. But there mm-hmm. was somebody that took out ads in the, uh, you know, wherever, the back of the Rolling Stone and all these Mad Magazine that was, you know, hey, send me $20 and I'll tell you the secrets to making money. And Mm -hmm. then what comes back to you is just a message that says, do what I did. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You know, put an ad out, say, send me $20 for the secrets, how to make money. There have been a lot of people doing that. And a lot of people have made money until, well, I think they're still making money, which explains why spam emails and phone calls keep happening, Mm because there's still a sucker born every minute, maybe more. I mean, that's the question with the mentality of the new world order with these a lot of kids just having no idea what's going on in the real world are there more well, suckers going, born now going by my stats that suckers represent roughly 56 percent of the u.s population right now so we'd have to go back and do the math and figure out how many were born a minute there's a lot it's probably 52 percent of the births are suckers and they don't want to know they don't want to learn they want to be in a safe space they want to well, believe, now you're talking about 97 percent. actually <laughs> they want to believe everything the mainstream media says i've noticed something and i know we have beaten ukraine to death i mean whoa 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 those are fighting <laughs> words i mean what do you get well you definitely are carrying water for putin at this point oh i meant the story beating the story to death i mean oh, not actually beating no, ukrainians not what to you death. just said you said you're beating ukrainians to death and there's video apparently to show you physically beating a bunch of ukrainians and leaving them on the side of the road i wouldn't doubt that because every story that i have seen 
that I go, this doesn't make any sense. Today, I think the latest one was something like they're bombing a train station or something being used by civilians to get out. And maybe it's true. I don't know. I'm not there. But every story has one thing in common. It doesn't matter if it's Fox News or CNN. Everybody covering the story, it's the same way. The words you get at the end of the atrocity, local officials said. (laughs) Well, why the hell are we believing those local officials? They're involved in a war, and war is filled with propaganda. So any story, not CNN has confirmed, not Fox News has confirmed, or not Fox News reporter on the ground has confirmed, local officials said. Well, that's because there are no Fox reporters in Ukraine, first of all, or any other news reporters. There are only independent journalists in Ukraine because everybody else doesn't get the insurance that's required to be in a war zone. Gets expensive. I mean, it's even worse than divorce insurance. You know, I don't care who it is, whether it's CNN or or CNBC, they're not going to pony up the money to get the insurance to send one of their humans into a war zone. Well, not a human you like because no, not any human, because that cost is uh, the same whether you like them or not. The insurance policy costs the same. I don't know. There's some people that are putting to go fund me together right now trying to send you to Ukraine. Gene, I don't know why <laughs> these mean people. I mean, I've, I've noticed that there are now reviews for unrelenting of people that are giving us one stars and hating on you. So, I mean, awesome. If you like this show. Go give us a five. You know what? If you hate the show, if you like the show, it doesn't matter. Go give no, us no, a no, one no, star. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. That's going to say, don't mix it up. No, if you like the show, make sure you put a one star in there. Yes. Let's keep it at a perfect one star. <laughs> yes, let's keep it at But a lot of yeah. them. And then say nice things mixed yeah. with hateful things. Well, it's interesting because I just got an email from Apple notifying me that my podcast has been delis- delisted. Oh, wait. So Sir yeah. Gene Speaks has been delisted from the yep. Apple. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait, why? Was this because of content? Yep. No. Mm-hmm. Disinformation. Uh, well, they don't they don't specify it as disinformation They're They're saying it's just uh, uh, it's in the same category as um, trying to sell something which doesn't exist. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can't be far back behind there. No, with, uh, no, I expect you're going to get a message soon. This is why. Adam Curry, Dave Jones, and a cast of hundreds, if not thousands, deserve all of your support for the podcasting 2.0 movement, podcastindex.org, because this is happening all the time when it comes to Apple and Google, where they're looking at podcasts with, well, we can control them because we control the phone book, basically. The directory. Right. The directory that people look up where the podcasts Mm -hmm. are. And that's absolutely true, which is why whether you like what you hear on this podcast or others, I'm sure there's a lot of podcasts you don't like. Having them all there is important. And if you know family and friends that listen to podcasts and they're more along the lines of I'm just using the app that came with the phone, let them know there are alternatives that they should be using instead of the apple podcasting app which goes oh we don't like what gene's saying so yeah the apple podcast app is probably one of the least featureful of this even forgetting about this portion of it right. this argument but it just has the least fe- features there are plenty of apps including ones that are free or ones that are just a couple of bucks 
that have way more features. They integrate with chapters and images and all the other stuff that comes along with podcasting 2.0. Uh, and on Sergene Speaks, uh, which of course you can't listen to anymore, but on there, I did a whole <laughs> series of a dozen different, maybe actually that's the real reason Apple finally listened to him and say, wait a minute, he's promoting some other standard. Let's get rid of this show. Maybe they haven't even listened to these later episodes that are political. <laughs> you never know. You never, you never know. do know. You never know, know that stuff at all. This is uh, why. Oh, speaking of companies that suck, okay. um, got a, a letter from, uh, uh from uh what the hell's that that thing called uh, yeah, that one proton mail oh okay allegedly hey, we're donating 10 percent of all our profits to ukraine see i hate this every time and i, I, I had to write this. them an astigram for that and basically say what the fuck stay in your goddamn lane and since you've ignored eight years of genocide happening in eastern ukraine well, they don't know about that. Where See, that's over 7,000 people were killed, half of whom were children. And now you're going on the rah-rah bandwagon because CNN is telling you to be on this bandwagon. Uh, I pretty much call you out as a, uh, a U.S. government shill at this point. So as far as I'm concerned, and I'm probably right in this, uh, and I have to only say the word probably to stay uh, legally compliant here. But yes, probably Proton Mail is a honeypot. It is a place for the government to get messages directly from people that think they have some sense of privacy. Because if they were not a honeypot, they would never in a million years go along with the mainstream perspective here and f- effectively take 10% of the money you send to them to send to Nazis that are fighting in, against people that are trying to get rid of Nazis. So. Um, Proton mail, not such a good thing. I, I will not receive any emails coming from Proton mail addresses in the future. I'm going to put a block on all Proton mail incoming mail. It's uh, been an interesting. Sure, sure as hell, I'm going to shut down my own account on there. So it's, uh, well, it is crazy. It's like, why would you even do that? What, what makes you feel as a company, as a uh, leadership within the company that, you know, we've kind of, provided uh, an opportunity for war-torn areas and people to be able to send secure communication i know let's pick a side and the wrong side in a conflict that we know nothing about and start sending out public statements about how awesome we are well both sides are the wrong side in anything really you, you're not going to win well as I, a I wouldn't go that far i think the people fighting nazis is the right side and the nazis are on the wrong side of course i, they're I can't claiming- go along with saying that the nazis are equally just as right i think it's hilarious that the claim is well Zelensky's jewish so obviously he wouldn't lead a bunch of nazis they're mm-hmm. saying well they're not really nazis they were but yet there is an interview that i've seen with a guy from the azor battalion and again this was a mainstream media mm-hmm. which doesn't make it true Mind you. So this is why my whole thing through this has always been. I don't believe any of it. But if you do, I just thought it was funny that the side that was trying to come out and dispel the fact that they were all Nazis talked to the guy allegedly from the Azor Battalion who Mm -hmm. said, yeah, I mean, maybe 10 to 20 percent of the people are Nazis. But, you know, it really doesn't affect blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait. So they're admitting that at least 10 to 20 percent are Nazis, which if somebody says 
you know, well, 10 to 20 percent of our group are Nazis. It probably means like 80 percent of the group are Nazis. Would be my guess. Well, I don't even care if it's one percent are Nazis. Right. That's, that's sufficient Nazi quantity for me. And the I'm not using the word Nazi hyperbolically. I'm literally talking about people that have swastika tattoos. If you're going to argue about the Azov Battalion not being a Nazi organization, then neither is the Aryan nation. I would agree. Do you agree that the Aryan nation is not a Nazi group? Yeah, they're they're. Why would you even say they are? I don't understand. Uh, the Nazi tattoos, uh, the uh, no, no, see, that's just they're the like, hazing the, rituals that involve killing people of specifically non-white origin no, in order to join. They're just misunderstood, Gene. Don't you? Didn't, no, I'm I, sure they are. And, and I also <laughs> I do know for a fact that uh, because I've seen them, there are Jewish members in the Aryan nation. I mean, we heard the stories because, of course, it's impossible because Jews can't possibly be hanging out with Nazis. We heard the stories of George Soros, how some of the best summers of his life. Oh, absolutely. Was frying up Jews. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's Jewish. So, I mean, come oh, on. Yeah. Well, people confuse Jewish ethnicity with Jewish religion all the time, first and foremost. And secondly, um, I did everybody forget that the preponderance if not all of the slave sellers in africa uh off the coast of somalia where the slaves were purchased by the british and the spanish and the french uh that they were sold most of the slaves being black by other blacks shocker right. it's amazing africans selling other africans into the slave trade what who would have figured well there were slave it wasn't a bunch of it wasn't a bunch black. of europeans running around africa capturing uh black people with nets and then hauling them off to the ships well that was all one that of my done, questions yeah when, when all that rep- was done by other uh africans well there were african owners of slaves in the united states when you start getting into reparations yeah, like kamala harris for example well her family correct in uh well, i'm pretty sure it's her but yeah exactly plantation owners in jamaica but we covered that story that one of the bigger slave owners was black and Mm -hmm. so if you're going to do reparations how do you separate from the blacks that own slaves as opposed to the blacks that were slaves yeah it's a little confusing at that point and the whole thing to me is ridiculous anyway because if if you're going to in any way look at the bible as having some historic context you you have to recognize that in this you know granted religious document but if there's some his uh, some actual uh, historical content there uh a good chunk of it talks about the enslavement of the jews in egypt now hold on so there were actually what would be referred to today as quote-unquote white people that were slaves of africans Seems for right. hundreds of years and built the pyramids reparations baby wow i definitely want those reparations hey the irish were screwed by the english i want my reparations baby well the irish are still being screwed by the english you gotta wait till that stops i want my reparations i think as a uh irish abroad you probably don't get any damn it but as an irish in ireland you probably shouldn't so i should go back honestly there is no argument other than the uh the force of the army that really is uh, an argument against Ireland being unified. Much as China wants to be unified, so does Ireland. 
I say what Paul McCartney said. Give Ireland back to the Irish. Yeah, and give China back to the Chinese. And give Ukraine back to Russia. Hey. I mean, all of these concepts are all pretty much the same. They are. There's similarities at the very least. And give America back to the natives. Right. Well, there's that. Mm. Because, you know, any progress is bad And give progress. Texas back to Mexico. Isn't it kind of funny that progressives, basically all of their... Uh, core values are that any progress is actually bad yeah they're conservative as hell <laughs> you know it's like yeah the liberals are the actual conservatives the conservatives are the actual centrists and the libertarians are actually the ones that want to promote conservative values but if local officials say you know you can believe it are you still on that bandwagon okay i'm just saying if well, you read any story and you see that yeah it's just like Hunter Biden says. Well, if you're going to ask Hunter Biden about his laptop, you think he's going to be like, oh, yeah, let me tell you all about mm-hmm. what you're going to find on there. Well, all I know is that that guy went to high likelihood that proton mail is a honeypot and I would not be using it if I was you. The the guy with the laptop, the original laptop guy, I guess, is in Sweden now or Switzerland. One of those Swiss uh, mm-hmm. because but he didn't it makes no difference these days probably true but allegedly as you know although you know i guess that laptop is old enough where it probably had a magnetic hard drive on it because there's a big difference this latest story on the hunter biden laptop is they recovered a bunch of previously deleted videos and stuff like that now that is something that's fairly common to be able to do with the magnetic hard drives that i believe the ssd drives when you delete something it's way more gone Mm -hmm. because you don't have the same type of mechanism inside right i'm guessing that it's a magnetic hard drive but if that's true they allegedly have uncovered a whole lot more which will make that story even more interesting to see what's on there and it's something that if you don't know i mean again different between mm-hmm. magnetic drive and ssd but if you have an old machine with a magnetic drive you can't just go delete everything and then give that machine away and think that that information can't be brought back mm-hmm. the as far as the proton mail goes i agree with you it's always seemed questionable to me and i don't have any good reason to say that i mean it's not like there's proof anywhere but it seemed to me that this has been pushed so long as something that is, oh, it's totally private. One, we know it's not true because they do respond to law enforcement requests. No, everybody is. So you cannot believe that your IP address is not going to be tied to the account. Now, if they're telling you the truth about the encryption on the messages, those are probably safe. But most of the time, just tying you via your ip address to the account is enough to get you into trouble oh yeah so be aware of that which is why well it's it's the same thing as dna evidence if dna is enough to say that there is no match uh, with a fair amount of certainty to to be able to show that yeah this could not have been this person but it's not enough to show that it is inclusively that person because there's always a a probability of errors and false positives right now the pro i mean i know there have been people that have been burned by the proton mail 
because mm-hmm. of the fact that once a law enforcement gets involved, they can track you down, which, again, not legal advice. But if you're using any services like that, you should probably use a trusted VPN in uh, before you get there. And then you have to trust the VPN. Because that's always been my There's thought no as well. There's no such thing as a trusted VPN. Well, you can Unless trust Unless you control them. the hardware. Correct. And nobody runs a VPN on the hardware they control except for companies. We had this conversation already where I discussed what a VPN was designed to do and uh, what it's being sold as these days. Right. It was designed to allow people to tunnel in to information that they were supposed to have access to on like a business network. Yeah, it, it extends the internal network through the VPN tunnel to another location like somebody's house. What it's being sold as is a privacy filter, which is possible. I mean, the concept is sound, but you have to trust the person running that network. Otherwise, you're instead of Comcast or AT&T, whoever your service provider is, having access to every website you went to instead of that then the vpn company has access to every site you went to mm-hmm. so you're just moving it on down the line which yeah. is to say you know i've always wondered like with nordvpn their service has been great i enjoy using nordvpn i don't do anything that is you know going to get me in trouble with the cia or fbi you know uh there might be some downloads of you know music or something maybe but perhaps but beyond that they're they're not going to burn if if they ran nordvpn they wouldn't be going after people downloading taylor swift they're looking for people are are you worried about that part of it is that what you're worried about no no okay i would like to know you bought all her stuff well i do i do which is why Mm -hmm. that's also another interesting argument with the people that download stuff it's like is it illegal to download a copy of music that you own probably not it confuses um, everybody but it is it's uh, to me it seems like that would just be a backup in fact i can tell you it's not for sure not legal advice because apple had maybe still does a service which i used at one point in time which would scan your hard disk for all your mp3s and then turn on the access to all of that content all that same music uh in the apple catalog as though you already bought it yes in the cloud so, yeah, so you effectively, by scanning your local library, could open up access to the same songs in the cloud for free. Which says you should be able to download stuff you already own. Yeah, well... The case yeah, can yeah. be made. The case could certainly be made, because what if you're backing up off-site? Then you certainly ought to be able to download that same content that you uploaded before. But right. the concept so. of owning music, media of any kind, movies, you name it, is going away and they would love to have it go away completely because everything you do now has no ownership involved. It simply has a license. Right. And you're streaming it from Netflix or Hulu it's just like or whoever. Software. And they can, by terms of service for that license, remove your access to it at any time at their choice. You will own nothing and you will be happy. Yeah. Well, the happy part is what everyone has to work on. The you will own nothing. We're fast approaching that to be 100% utilization. But I've often wondered with NordVPN if that that would be the ultimate honeypot, mm-hmm. because, again, this is something that people buy into and think it makes them impervious, which is why the criminals that bought the cell phones thinking they were buying them from a criminal organization 
that had, oh, there's a hidden app that lets you communicate without anybody being able to listen in. It turned yeah. out they were buying them from law enforcement and everybody was listening in. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing about all these products that are made for privacy that are not open source is that if you can't examine the source code, the product is built from, if you can't compile your own version of it, how much can you really trust that it doesn't have? And I hate to even use the word back doors, but I was going to say, if it doesn't have back doors to the government, whatever that is, but right. it doesn't have to be a back door. It well, could simply be an investment by InQtel, which is the CIA's investment arm. It could be uh, a even a fuzzier relationship that effectively uh, says that you know th- this product uh, will provide information on demand to whoever it chooses. Like they don't have to specify which government is involved. Uh, and also remember that uh, the Five Eyes, which is the the Australia, U.S., Great Britain. And who else? There's two more. Canada. There's one more. Some other English-speaking country. Yeah, who I don't I remember the five eyes. I don't, yeah, well, I, well, we got I four avoid eyes the five eyes. If I, the four out of five we got. Uh, anyway, that uh, the one agreement that we heard recently that became publicized was the uh, the the legal language of the data swap between the UK and the US, where each monitors the other citizens completely like the uh all the spying on american citizens is actually by being done with the cooperation of the u.s government by um british intelligence so mi6 and it's being done that way so that there are no american laws broken that would prevent such things because there are limitations on the type of uh, local spying in both countries that exist, but those limitations do not exist for foreign nationals. Well, all Americans are foreign nationals to the Brits, and all Brits are foreign nationals to uh, our clandestine services. Right. And so consequently, each of them can monitor the full totality of the population of the other, and with the uh, agreements in place for data swaps, they completely bypass the gist of the law by uh it, by saying well you know these these organizations are complying they don't monitor their local populace no but somebody else is and they have agreements in place to swap that data and uh, the article was actually written by i think by a british paper and talking about how uh you know how borderline criminal it is that all of the brits Phone calls uh, are monitored and all this information is going out. And it's all going out to the U.S. for use by the British government at any time against any of their citizens that they deem that they want to be able to get uh, information about. Well, and it's so easy to collect this data, especially with most people on cell phones now. Yeah, this was another story this week, and it's nothing new. I mean, this one was new, but this is not a new concept. There were a bunch of apps that were in the Google play store that were removed, had a total of among all the apps, about 45 million downloads that were using a third party SDK that collected things like clipboard contents, GPS location, email addresses, phone numbers, and even the user's modem router, Mac address and network SSID. 
And this was mainly looked like it was targeted towards the Middle East. But this is very easy when you can get people to download an app because nobody knows what these things are collecting. So even if your phone is safe right out of the box, which it probably isn't, but this just makes it 10 times easier for third parties to collect all of this information, have access to it. And the great thing is it's completely legal. Yeah. And sell it. Uh Uh-huh. But this is an interesting story because I just went to look this up. And on bleeping Mm -hmm. computer, a story from earlier today, United States easing sanctions that may lead to Russia's Internet isolation. The United States announced exceptions on previously imposed sanctions on Russia related to the telecommunications and Internet based communications. So, I mean, this is interesting. We're easing sanctions now. Uh, Are we? What are we? What have we rolled back? Let's see. Here. This is this is kind of interesting. The move comes amid successive announcements of additional sanctions, and it appears to be a very targeted and purposeful retraction. The revised sanctions signed by Deputy Director of the Office of Foreign Assets Control. Wow, that's a hell of a name. That's Randall. a great title. Yeah, Deputy Director of the Office of Foreign Assets Control. Put that on a business card. Yes, I am the government thief. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is my job. I steal other countries' money. It says this reopens the possibility, according to Bleeping Computer, for United States companies to license, export, sell, or supply services for software, hardware, and IT technology related to communications. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I think uh, maybe this is all just because the Russians went, uh, eh, we'll just pirate everything. Well, that's not getting rolled back. According to this, this, there is a whole section here. Thank you, Bleeping Computer. Why is this happening? The reason hasn't been officially disclosed, but the easing of restrictions in the IT likely to aims to prevent further isolation of the Russian people from Western news sources and social media. Oh, they want the Russian people to get propaganda. Oh, I wonder if that's what it is. Hmm. That kind of so, makes sense. So, yeah. So they didn't think that when they shut down RT, there would be any consequences. Okay. They're like, wait, they, wait, the Russians can't get CNN when we tell them what officials in the foreign countries that are lying to us are saying. Wait, no one listens to shortwave radio uh, and, and Voice <laughs> of America. What? I don't Isn't know that how we broke up communism last time. Let's do it again, boys. How many people still have shortwave radios in Russia? I mean, Adam I know we Curry? <laughs> he's the guy. Huh? He's the one. He's the guy. He's the one <laughs> Russian asset that still has a shortwave radio to get the numbers codes. That's interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah, this is an interesting thing. When you're all of a sudden like, oh, we're easing sanctions. Oh, you know, to help the Russian people. What weren't the whole wasn't the whole concept of the sanctions in the first place? We were told, well, this is the Russians. The sanctions are to hurt the regular Russians because then then they're mm-hmm. going to arm themselves and take Putin out. It's like that's never going to happen. No, no. He's more popular than ever. Like since when has a president of any country become less popular during the war? They don't understand. I mean, the Biden administration, man, they have no idea what. Well, I guess that's true. Biden has become less popular during the war against (laughs) Russia. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, that's also because gas went up from two bucks a gallon to eight. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. And we're at the midpoint midway mark right now. Food is more expensive. I'm guessing your grocery bill today was a little higher. Yeah, except for the Haagen-Dazs. Well, see, at least that went down. Oh, my God. All Haagen-Dazs all the time. cheaper at this store. So I need to what I need to do is open up both stores websites at the same time. Oh, yeah. Well, there should, and there, I'm sure a there's an app for that. Comparison shopping. 
I bet and you there's an app. all the cheaper versions at the appropriate store and then put in two orders for delivery at the same time. You know, honestly, this is an app I or would pay for. Or I could just for. go to the store myself and buy cheaper food. But this is an app I would pay for, which is... The comparison app? Well, one that you could just go in and mm-hmm. do your grocery shopping. And I could say, hey, I got a Meyer right down the street. Hey, I have a Burkotts. I got, you know, yeah. a wall. I got all these stores. And if they're on the internet for online ordering, where I could just mm-hmm. put the order in in one place and it would split it up to where it's the cheapest among the the different locations because they're yeah. all like within a circle of it would take me like eight minutes to drive all of them because there's a lot of grocery stores around uh, here you should do an app like that that would be genius wouldn't it i don't have the technical ability to do that but that would uh, be i heard bemrose looking for work <laughs> he's a, he is a coder he's t- oh yeah no he's talking about building his own uh lightning network node so he could probably whip something out for all know, those sweet sweet lightning donations coming in Mm-hmm exactly that would be genius i mean if it was just between two grocery stores because we have split up our shopping and i know i made fun of my grandparents kim's grandparents actually but they used to go and they made a day of it when they would do their grocery shopping they would go to like three different stores because you know they liked the produce at one the prices were better here on something else and here had something else and now that's exactly what we're doing yeah it's called being an old yes that's what old people do because <laughs> they have no lives now i've managed to avoid this by you know being divorced and everything but uh it's wait if it, you get divorced you don't age anymore holy shit i didn't know this let me get divorced well, how do you think i got to the age i'm at <laughs> i don't know yeah it's not from being married i'll tell you that much but no, now that you there, know- there's really two secrets one is not having somebody nagging you all the time and two is bulgarian yogurt bulgarian yogurt i'll have to try that it's a well-known secret there nobody lives for less than 100 years if you have bulgarian yogurt this is guaranteed this literally says that right on the side of the jar now that you know that you could get the you're never going to spend that full boat anymore you'll be like no i'm going to the cheaper place yeah well i think the cheaper place has more expensive price than other things DigiGuru says there's already an app to barcode scan a product and give you the prices at all your local stores. Yeah, I don't want the price. I wanted to do the shopping local for me. stores. Yeah, exactly. Who goes into the store? Come on, man. Come wanna, on, man. I want to just be able to go and here's my grocery list and then tell me, like, here's what it will cost if you go to any one store. Here's what it'll cost if you split it between two. Here's what it'll cost if you split it between three. If they have better deals on stuff. And it also, you know, again, it is being old because did we get that out of the way yeah i think so okay so i got a new segment so this segment segment. it's yeah it's brand new it's called what did what did sir gene post on no agenda social and what did the comments say (laughs) wait so you just want to you want to go over the people hating put me in the bottom left hand corner of my headshot we'll just talk a little bit here on social so i posted a link to the new hummer have you seen the new hummer i have not the new Hummer is fucking amazing. If I can use that word, amazing. I'm always looking but for a good Hummer. It's, uh, it, I, I'm telling you, you're going you're gonna to have a blowed mind and maybe other things if you watch this video. Uh, so this, oh, actually, the, the, uh, the mechanic in this video is totally your type. It's Taylor she's Swift. Like, she's like six foot two, yeah. Oh, well, that, that is the exact right height for a woman. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the right height. Because um, you figure her, like, you know, 
from her feet up to her knees is probably what two feet so that's basically where you come up to then like her knees <laughs> yes i'm right at her <laughs> knees you're correct about that anyway so she does a review of the hummer i watch her channel for car news usually right you watch her channel for car news but if car you switch to some other totally different unrelated news you would probably still watch i mean not necessarily anyway so she reviews the new the new hummer I like this car, man. I've got a pre-order in for the Cybertruck. I put that in on the day they announced it. And uh, I'm kind of liking the Hummer as well. What I don't know, man. stands this, out about the new Hummer? Okay. First thing that stands out is uh, 1,000 horsepower. Which it probably weighs like, what, 10,000 pounds? 10,500, 10, I think, yeah. Okay. About right. And uh, the second thing is the torque. Can you guess the torque number? Oh, my God. It's got to be huge. Mm-hmm. It's got to be huge. It, that has uh, to be right up there with about a thousand. So keep in mind that like a uh, modern heavy duty truck diesel engine puts out around a thousand or just a little under a thousand. 18 wheelers, about 2,600. They could go up to 3,000 foot pounds of torque. So we're going over a thousand then of this. This thing has 11,000 foot pounds of torque. <laughs> wow. You're getting you some tire burn. Literally baby. pull a house with it Whether without the putting the house on wheels. Yeah. Like you could move a tree a couple feet to the left with this thing. Uh, it is mind blowing. So, what you're saying, if has. you get this vehicle, you're going to drive over to the Podfather's house, wrap a strap around the house one day, and just, yeah, just move it, two pull it feet over to the yeah, left. Exactly. <laughs> could, could be, uh, well, in Texas, it's totally a thing because the houses have no basements. That's true. That's so, the true. houses are just sitting on a, on a concrete slab. It's not that hard to move them. And they're meant to just <laughs> sit there and purely with their weight because the ground in Texas moves all the time. It's uh, clay typically here. And so what happens is over the course of a year or two, the ground will move a few inches. So if the house isn't free floating, it's going to get ripped apart. Yeah, that's not good. I've seen tile that that happens to when people don't put it in and put in a substrate that will. uh, Uh Yeah, it's not good. No, no. And I I mean, like you just look look at my driveway for evidence of the ground moving. It's uh, I've been in this house for a decade now. And the driveway definitely looks like why the hell is that? thing there you know that's because the house moves a couple inches that's why uh so anyway so a hummer can take care of all of these problems all those problems and it's reasonably priced okay the new hummer is it all electric i'm guessing yeah it's pure electric of course but it has uh it uses no gasoline which everybody knows is evil and therefore expensive you say it only uses electricity, but isn't, yeah. isn't isn't the old like gas powered Hummers weren't those at least a hundred grand? They were twenty. So this, yeah, this what two forty? What are we two fifty? Uh, One ten. Really? Wow. Very reasonable for what you get. Comparatively, yeah. I mean, it's basically it's the same price as a Sabertruck, and uh, it's available soon, like within six months, allegedly. They have a whole shit ton of these on the road already for testing. They're doing. Uh, the interior looks really nice. I dig it. The uh, th- It comes with 35-inch tires right from the get-go. You can deflate and inflate the tires from inside the vehicle. <laughs> I love that. You gotta that get, is awesome. Got to get under a bridge. You can. Uh... Well, if you're going off-road, you want to deflate them a little bit, and then you're on the highway, you inflate them back up. Um, you know, in my car, you have to get out of the car and do that. In this thing, you could do it right from the dashboard. 
while you're having some uh, very cold uh, whatever that coffee was you were talking about sure your four yeah. ounces of humbucker or whatever four, it was. four ounces of 15 dollar coffee yeah right and well 15 dollar um, coffees to a hummer guy that's nothing that's nothing yeah probably uh it has a frunk so you know empty space in the front and that that space fits uh the uh, all four of the t-tops on that vehicle so it has removable roof panels now does it have a few ak-47s mounted to the top or is that optional (laughs) no unlike the old hummer this one was not ever intended for military service so it is it's funny it's actually the same width as the old hummer but it doesn't have a big empty spot in the middle like the old full-size hummer uh it's it's just luxurious inside and very comfy looking but it is a truck so it has two you know front seats and back seats and then it has a bed in the back sounds comfy i'm telling you watch the video this this vehicle looks very nice uh zero to 16 like three seconds which for a vehicle that size is crazy for ten thousand, it's basically a tank yeah. I mean, effectively, it's the weight of a small tank, certainly like a, a you know, World War One tank. Can it drive and, through about five feet of water like the old ones? Uh, it'll drive through 36 inches of water. Was that three, three feet? feet? Yeah, three feet of water um, because there's no exhaust. Right. So you don't need to pipe any air in or out of the vehicle. And I think the 36 inches is basically just to not flood things like your radio. So it, it's it's clearly going to be above door entry level like the doors are not at three feet (laughs) when you get into it um you posted this it also has an air suspension like my current vehicle and so uh it will go up and down so down for highway driving and for getting in and out easier and then it'll lift i believe when it's fully lifted up on the air i want to say it's either 14 or 18 inches of clearance which again is pretty damn good i think my my current vehicle is about 12 or 13. Sounds like a beautiful vehicle. Now, you posted this at No Agenda Social, and you got... Yeah, and negative, the comments are... Negative comments? Oh, my God. I'd say 80% negative, 20%. Yeah, this is really cool. Um, well, it's not so made in Russia, comments, right? It's it's, not, no, it's I not, know, right? You'd not. think it was, given the comments. Now, if it was Gene. made in Ukraine, people would be like, oh, thank oh, you, yeah, Gene. You got to buy one. You got to buy one. For supporting yeah, Ukrainian, Ukrainian workmanship. Exactly. Gene, can't wait to drive around one of these stuck on a trail. Someone stupid enough to take a, a nine thousand pound hundred ten thousand dollar vehicle onto the trail gets no help from me except possibly transport to the nearest point within cell coverage range. I couldn't winch a behemoth like that even if I wanted to. It's almost <laughs> like a Tesla Cybertruck was a troll by Elon to get some idiots at GM to think that building this thing was a good idea. Other than the urban hipsters with penis size issues, I see, I see no market uptake. And of course, you know, I had to reply to him that of as course. someone who pre-ordered a Cybertruck and I'm now seriously eyeing the Hummer, I, I will appreciate the right to the cell phone uh, area. Why not both? I mean, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, it's, well, first of all, n- neither one will fit in the garage. So that's one thing to consider. <laughs> These wow. are, I, I'm not even sure this thing or the Cybertruck, either one, can fit on my driveway. You need a new garage. <laughs> you just, need a new driveway. <laughs> I do need a new driveway. But I think, yeah, I, I, 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to start going the same route as my buddy who's looking for a place down in uh, San Antonio. Just forget looking for a house. Just look for land. Just get, you can, a, well, this is big enough. You can live in the Hummer. Well, you could, or you could trade the Hummer in for like a, uh, uh, a house. Yeah. Like, a, uh, what do you call those things? Uh, RV? No, no, trailer? no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's trailer park thing, but what, what do you call them? The dual, the one with the two double wide, double wide. You could trade this in for double wide probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe double wides are like 300 grand by now because we have inflation. Well, I thought the cool thing was just to take an old semi truck, uh, you know, the container and then mm-hmm. just make that into a little house. Um, I think a container from ships can be made into a little house. I don't think a, well, they go on the back of trucks too. Yeah. I don't think you'd want to live in an 18 wheeler truck because those are pretty flimsy. The containers for the ships are pretty damn strong. You can, you know, put like a hundred thousand pounds on top of them. That's perfect. Yeah. A lot of people bury those. They could be like your, uh, as a bug out shelter. Yeah. You're underground when the big one comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or if you want to really silence the ex-wife for a while, I mean, you know, just well, saying. the easy way to do that is to live a thousand miles away. <laughs> um, I thought yeah. that was court ordered between you and your ex-wife. Yeah, well, the a thousand, apart, a thousand no, mile restraining order. No, we're on order. friendly terms. We just <laughs> talked the other day. She's bitching about all the the propaganda about Ukraine. We're very, actually. I told this, her this when we got divorced. Is like, you know, if we only would have never gotten married, we'd be best friends. Because you see eye to eye. We totally see eye to eye. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But she was really fucking hot when I met her. Oh, wait. See, now adding the caveat of when I met her. Mm-hmm. Well, she's much older now. And, okay. And then aging, the aging process was not kind. No, it just exists. I don't like it. I see why the ladies send way no, more donations. No, twenty three is the appropriate age for a woman. What's t- after twenty three? All downhill. You're saying? Yeah. See, I was thinking at least thirty three. No, not at all. That's the craziest age. <laughs> That's when they're absolutely <laughs> driven by hormones. I have a feeling that you are like Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother. There is a gene scale that we should have put into a graph form have we not talked about the gene scale no we have not talked yeah. about the gene scale we have to put yeah it's on the, the hot docket. versus crazy chicks yes yeah. exactly the barney Stinson yeah in thing. fact there's an article that was published about how that was stolen from me oh yeah that was published probably about seven years ago i'll look for that with all of the negative comments about your podcast and your posts on no agenda yeah, social I, and i think i reposted it on no agenda social like a year ago were there any other um, people like mad about your posts? I mean, how, what's no, no, I think there were people that maybe couldn't publicly agree, but you know, that's probably true of most of my posts. I can't blame them, but, uh, so another answer to the Hummer is somebody posted hard pass. Um, yeah, I a lot love, of people seem to I say love, <laughs> I love this thing post. is ridiculous. It's way too expensive. Only an idiot would spend the money on this. I was like, is it too expensive for you or only an idiot would spend the money? Cause you know, one doesn't follow from the other. Right. Well, most posts on social media don't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Most of them do not advance the conversation either, which on is kind of the media? problem with social media. So then I posed a question. Uh, the question was, Hey guys, 
I'm having a brain freeze. What's that phrase to describe someone doing things just for show? Like a liberal wearing a mask with both BLM and Ukrainian colors on it at the same time. Ooh, that's the ultimate in virtue signaling. Virtue signaling was the correct answer. Ding, 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 ding. I had like three people reply with virtue signaling. And then there was also some other answers to that. Uh, Like, let's see, what were they? Uh, two people, yeah, three people. So one person said pandering. Uh, so somebody, somebody said moral self license. Um, somebody else said decentralized food. Uh, and then, yeah, virtue signaling. So fourth person said virtue signaling. Well, at least somebody got it. Oh, a lot of people got it, and it's not like I was looking. I was doing a challenge. I literally forgot the word virtue signaling. Like I was trying to remember what the hell that was called. Well, it is like when uh, it's it's backing off a little bit now that Black Lives Matter Global has mm-hmm. been proven to be nothing but a scam. Yeah, scam to get your money. Mm-hmm. They bought a lot of property. They put money went into a, like three people's pockets. Mm-hmm. But Target, still the first thing you see on the website for Target, the big ass store, the big ass box store black owned and black run companies that's the first category and i still don't get that because well, i'm like you're just a racist that's all right but doesn't it make it a lot easier for the racists who might have otherwise bought from the black owned company if it was just the best product who are now going to go oh buying a product just because it's the best product at the best price means you're a racist i guess yeah that's horrible even if you bought it from the black owned company it still means you're a racist because Hell you yeah. didn't consider the race of the business Right. And virtue signaling, come on. Not considering the race of the business you're buying from, you're showing nothing but racism. Seems to make a lot of sense. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I really wanted to write a book on this topic, I probably could. It's all a scam. It is all a scam. And it just seems to be the exact wrong thing to do and in the wrong direction to be like, that's just what a racist would say. Yeah, I guess. I guess I should just thank the folks that came in with donations for today's very special episode of the happy birthday yeah the happy birthday episode of the unrelenting podcast now did you promote the fact that your birthday was coming up like john does every year to make sure people (laughs) send in more money no not here i mean i did it on the rock and roll pre-show but that's just because i I dance like a monkey and i mentioned it on random thoughts and but you know it's so literally every other show except for this one because you don't give a shit i don't think i mentioned it on planet rage either well larry sure knew about it of course Larry's my buddy. He knows these things. Oh, he's your you've been you've upgraded him to buddy now status. Okay, I see how it goes. Although he he sent the happy birthday also on uh, April seventh, mm-hmm. so a lot of people I should just celebrate it for like the whole month. My my phone said April seventh, so you must have posted at some point in time April seventh, because uh, that's what the phone picked up. The phone lies. Well, the, the Siri is what told me. The Siri said, uh, "Your that one it was friend Darren's is birthday. having a birthday today." Yes, yes, although he never never claims to be a friend. He just claims to be a co-host. Well, that's because, you know what? A Hummer didn't show up in my driveway. <laughs> a, uh, a Hummer didn't show up in mine either, bitch. <laughs> when was your birthday? Uh, yesterday? <laughs> well, no. When was it? <laughs> that would be ironic. <laughs> like, screw Gene! Uh-huh. I'll you, let you know when you're a day late. <laughs> when I'm sorry, right, that's that we need to do some... Uh, <laughs> We need to do some digging, but we did get some donations for today's show. Not birthday related, but yeah, our number one donor today, your other 
podcasting co-host, the dude named Ben named Ben. Wow. I can't believe he listens to this show. I mean, he gets a full <laughs> dose of me literally tomorrow. Like, I don't release the episodes on Saturday. Uh, I usually release them Monday or Tuesday, but we record them on Saturdays. So we literally will be talking for two hours tomorrow. And yet he still manages to listen to this show. It's amazing. It is. I mean, because once you get enough gene, you get enough gene. You get too much gene is what you get. Yeah. But dude named Ben named Ben comes in at 25 bucks. That is appreciated. Very much. Chewed a cookie comes in with $10. That's monthly. That is a greatly appreciated. Betty Solero, 696 also monthly. Greatly appreciated. Josh Mandel. He's donated a few times coming in with 567. And the comment was for the unrelenting lemon fund. And yes, now we always nice, have lemons in nice. the fridge. So. How much do you pay for lemons? Let's interrupt this uh, segment for a sec. I thought the last one was like four mm-hmm. or five bucks for a bag of like eight okay. of them. I think mine was three seventy nine for a bag of probably six or seven. It's I mean they're different. They're not they're very organic. big. They're, they're like or I don't buy that shit. Organic sucks. It depends. We've tried both. Would, but would you like some shit with your lemons? No, no. Okay, just, then don't buy organic. I like the uh, the regular lemons. Those are fine. And as I said, I think there is well, more of a given run. that you're 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 blending skin and all. I would prefer to have no shit on the skin. And I realized, too, that although it is a food grade wax, you mentioned the wax that are on the yeah. lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really hurt you, but it brings a weird little texture to it. And I tried just doing the, you know, the brushing and all that. And that yeah, stuff's yeah, yeah. on there pretty good. I mean, I guess if you really brush it, maybe if it would you come stick off. it in the microwave for like 10 seconds, it'll melt off. Yeah. So I've also I've done uh, just hot water, hot water. That'll do it, too. Yeah. Just kind of hot spin water. It through. And then I just use I don't use like a brush. I use the uh, I, one of those little what do you call those things? The the thing, the same thing you clean your dishes with the um, rag. No, <laughs> definitely not. Towel. No, 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 no. Scrubbing thing. A sponge? Like a, yeah, it's like a like a scrub with, daddy. Uh, yeah, well, what daddy? Scrub daddy, that. baby. It's a brand name. Sorry, we don't. Okay. We are not. We are not sponsored by the scrub daddy. <laughs> Definitely little, not. That's a, a whole different sun. channel on OnlyFans. That right, we have Gene no Scrub Daddy channel to. is not this one. That's a whole different channel. No, the We're, scrubbing of the daddy. That's uh, no, that you got to pay for that. Nobody wants to see Gene scrubbing himself with a little thing with a sunshine face on the little no the sponge no not good you're going in the wrong direction here i know i'm just i keep you're trying just digging that hole deeper and deeper yeah, and deeper. trying to eject anyway the little scrubby thing with the uh the the hard plastic on it like a brillo pad there you go perfect so if you use a brillo pad and hot water that gets rid of the uh wax pretty good the way you that you'll see that if you didn't get rid of the wax is the uh the lemon drink will be somewhat frothy yes and it has a little bit of that different texture to it because it's in there mm-hmm. and it's, it's a little bit of a chalky texture once well, it's, it's been blended it's, honestly it's the same kind of shit as the carnuba wax they put yes. into most ice creams yeah this is why i only eat hagen does is because if you look at the ingredients there is no carnuba wax in hagen does ice cream we are also not sponsored by hagen does but if you work for hagen does you might want to reach we'll out. Gladly be sponsored by Hagen Does. It's like, oh, pay me an ice cream. Yeah. Holy crap! You, we, yes, we've talked about the history of Hagen Does at least once, right? I don't think we have talked about the history of Hagen. I'll give you the brief history of Hagen Does. Hagen Does was a company out of New York. 
that was uh, created by, I think, either one or two Jewish dudes. And uh, they wanted to come up with a name for a company that conveyed an image of cold weather and like something foreign, something that, that had, you know, better than Ben and Jerry's. Like, that's a stupid right. name for a company. They wanted to come up with a name that had some history behind it even though they were just inventing it right they're trying to paint a picture with the name exactly which is and so they they kind of decided to go for something danish sounding and uh i don't know i can't remember if hagen or does are actual danish words but probably not but they certainly could be to somebody that doesn't speak danish and so that's how hagen does was born and shortly after hagen does about three years later uh, another couple of New Yorkers decided to start a competing company to one-up Hagen does, and that company was called Frusenglaja. Oh, of course it and, was. And they they completely knocked off the formula, both in terms of the name, making it sound like a Norwegian-sounding name of an ice cream, even though both firms were New York-based and founded, and their unique characteristic of Frusenglaja that I appreciated a lot more than Hagen does was instead of the paper cups cartons rather that it came in the Tagen dust came in Frusenglaja came in a nice plastic container that had a curved bottom which means that the shape of a spoon would perfectly scrape the bottom edge or corner of the Frusenglaja container and you could not do that with Hagen dust because it was a 90 degree angle of two pieces of cardboard or paper carton meeting the bottom and the side so there's always a little tiny bit of ice cream left on every empty container of hagen dust that you throw out hagen dust then proceeded to sue frisenglasia for uh a variety of uh patented knockoffs well they were jealous of the curvy bottoms they were totally jealous of the curvy bottoms and incidentally no ice cream that i'm aware of at least since has managed to have a plastic container with a rounded bottom that allows you to use a spoon to get every last morsel of ice cream out of the container. Uh, every container out there, even the plastic ones, seem to have just a flat bottom and a flat side to them, or just a slightly angled side, rather than this this nice spoon-shaped curve, which was unique. The more but you ultimately, Frusenglaser was driven out of business because of excessive costs of ongoing litigation along with a uh a smaller footprint that i think only included the northeast and the midwest and not anywhere down south or on the west coast so that's the history of uh Frisenglage and hagen wars of the 1980s was it more bitter than the russian ukraine thing going on well clearly the support was on the hagen side <laughs> and they won yeah yeah mm-hmm choosing winners well much like betamax and uh and vhs the winner isn't necessarily the one that deserved to win very true also mm-hmm. coming in with a monthly five dollars curtis peterson and we appreciate everybody for supporting the show we are on the value for value model which means we put the shows out there we don't charge you anything you get to decide how much value you got out of the show hey you just learned about the ice cream wars of the 1980s was that worth any value Put a number on it. Go well, to unrelenting.show. The cost of the ice cream was three ninety seven. So there's a value right there. There is value. 
Mm-hmm. Depends where you buy your ice cream. Some are way more expensive. You might go along with that Jenny's ice cream that Nancy Pelosi has her fridge filled. So we know that the lizards like Jenny's. Mm. There's a lot of good small. That's batch. interesting because my snake does not like ice cream one bit. Weird. Maybe she's yeah. not part of the as, lizard. As a people. lizard, <laughs> yeah. She might be a different creature entirely. She's got uh-huh. COVID, though. We'll see. Will it kill Nancy Pelosi? Stay tuned in to find out. Well, the out. metabolism is much slower in reptiles. Ooh, she, maybe she intentionally got Joey. You never know. The other thing about reptiles is that they're typically. Are they cute uh, babies, though, the reptiles? Oh, they are. They're super cute, usually. Um, but generally, they're, they have an immunity to salmonella which means they can oh. eat a lot of ice cream and not worry about getting salmonella. No food poisoning from the, Mm-mm. from the bad not bacteria. From salmonella, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got immunity to salmonella just randomly and ironically, I guess. But uh, generally um, reptiles are the only uh, group of animals that has broad immunity. Now are you doing another dude named Ben named Ben with Sir Gene tomorrow? Oh you yeah. Said- yeah. Yeah, people should be listening to that. Sir Bemrose was listening the other day. He says that you interrupt dude named Ben a lot. I do. And I'll I'll tell you, he's so polite that even when I just start interrupting, (laughs) he stops. He just he just go ahead. (laughs) See, that's no fun. Go ahead, Gene. I need to I need to get him so damn polite because sometimes I would prefer like more of the type of interaction you and I have where we don't really listen to the other person talking. Right. It is the beauty Um, of the podcast. It it seems to just provide nonstop talking because (laughs) we talk over each other quite a bit, Uh, but we don't notice because we're not really listening to the other guy. If you're right, if you separate each of our audios into separate files, they would just stand on their own all the time. I'm looking at the audio (laughs) file right now. It's like 50 percent overlap. With dude named Ben, named Ben, it like he instantly uh, just is quiet as soon as I start talking. So, um, and I, I don't to you. want to necessarily interrupt him, uh, but sometimes I know that if I don't say something right there and then, I'll forget about it, and that's the worst possible thing that can happen in in the history of all things. That you have a thought and we don't get to hear it. That's precisely it right there. And so I, I have to interrupt and I have to put that thought out and uh, say, oh, have you thought of this? Oh, hey, this reminds me of this other thing. Did you know this? Uh, but he's a good guy. He's super smart. He is, you know, probably uh, his IQ is, is better than the combined value of yours and mine. Yeah, he so, did seem like a really, really bright guy. He is well-read. He's uh, moderately educated, but he's a very sharp guy. And and he has something I think neither one of us do, which is called math skills. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something that's always eluded me. Like, I'm really good at the, um, you know, logic and, and remembering things, except when I need to. So, but with him, it's like he's actually uh, really good at the the scientific bits. So what people want to do is search for Sir Gene Speaks on their favorite podcast app and subscribe to that one. You can't get it on Apple Podcasts now, though. Well, you you may still be able to, but they sent me a warning letter. Oh, it was a strongly worded warning. I was one. I couldn't understand what the hell they wanted from me. Warning. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and 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 get to the point, guys. What's the point? The type of content you're putting out goes against the cdc's i yeah and i was like uh the, you know 
talking about their terms of service or some shit. Like that's 80 pages. Nobody reads that. So give it to me in plain English. What, what did you want me to change? Cause they didn't really specify something. They never do. No, they never do. No, YouTube's really the don't. same way. You can have like a two hour video get taken down and they won't <sighs> tell you what three now, seconds they didn't like. This is the crazy thing is I have never had in my 20 year history of having a YouTube channel. I've never had a single video of mine taken down. We need to post more then. I it's they're all game videos, I guess. So maybe that's why. Um, I've had them, you know, I've had cop- copyright strikes from music all the time. And all that happens is that you just don't make any money off the video. Right. Demonetized. Which, you know, for me, was like five cents. Whoop do you do? Well, yeah, because there's nobody watching. Nobody watching the videos anyway. Yeah, because I've I've watched my own videos probably more times than the combined watching number viewership of videos other than me. It's not sad. It is a little more, sad. More people should listen to Gene. Then you can tell him why he's bad. You yeah, and I, I, exactly. <laughs> like if y'all just listen to me, I tell you what's wrong with you. Uh, so anyway, well, that's good. We're hitting about two hour mark here, so we should probably wrap up. You got anything else? Time is an illusion, Gene. Lunchtime, I know that doubly so. It it is an illusion, but you know it is a work day for some of us. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Come Same bad time. Same, same bad, bad channel? Yes. Same bad time, same bad channel. Come hell or high water. You know how it is. Yeah. It's almost like, what's that word? We're, uh, we're, uh, we're. Virtue signaling? Unrelenting. 